Hey everybody, uh, we are here to talk about Solo, a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Aaron. I'm Jim. We're a couple days late because uh, we had a schedule conflict with the Con of Thrones. Uh, what did you think of this bloated budget directed by Lego guys till they got fired, brought on by the hack Ron Howard, worst De- miscast Han Solo hell. of all time? Uh, uh, I uh, I thought it was pretty good. Me too. Good. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I I honestly, aside from just a, a few small complaints with like them trying to get too much Star Wars in there, maybe. Right. Uh, I thought it was a fun movie. But honestly, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, easily. like like yeah. like I I mean, in the way Star Wars often is, like oh Yoda's best friends with Chewbacca. Can't believe I never knew that. <laughs> right. Uh, Order sixty six on this whole project. <laughs> right. I, I thought it was weirdly restrained. There was a couple things I thought was forced. There's a big complaint I have in this movie, which is that it's too fucking dark and muddy. Dude, I can't see anything in the I, first ten minutes of this movie. I don't know if they shot with, like, peanut butter over the lens. Yeah. I mean... They shot it on a tube sock. Because I, I literally looked forward, I leaned out of my seat and, and looked to see if, like, they'd fucked up the 3D filter. Because uh-huh. if I'm doing that, it's either because your movie's too fucking dark, mm-hmm. or they have fucked up the 3D filter and only half the light that's supposed to be getting in my eyes is getting to it. And it was that bad. Like... Yeah. It's not just the first part of the movie. It's anytime this scene is like dimly lit, they light it like the fucking carbon freezing chamber on Bespin. And Mm -hmm. that's fine if you just want to silhouette two dark figures and make it very gothic and, you know, Jungian and Joseph Campbell. But goddamn, when there's like 10 people moving around and fighting, I need to know what's going on. And that was shockingly bad. And we're we're living in a digital age now where... If if you sent let let's say okay they didn't realize like they they sent it out to theaters they didn't realize it would look this bad upload a new fucking copy color correct that shit and yeah. upload a new copy to their service yeah. because it was terrible and it can't it, and and this should have been the first like this shouldn't have got out of the editing bay like oh we need yeah. to fucking boost up the brightness or something I don't <laughs> know maybe I, I don't or do, or do reshoots I mean shit we're doing that anyway yeah who thought these scenes were I mean maybe it's a Lego's guy's fault because. <laughs> Yeah. I mean that's the other thing. He just he just looked at it and said everything's awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome, dude. I, I I just shoot brightly lit yellow faces uh-huh. and it's no problem. <laughs> I've never had a problem with these lighting settings before. Let's take him into the minds of Kessel. <laughs> uh, I, I, I honestly that's the other thing because every other movie I've seen has been taken over high profile from a director for whatever reason, and I can think of a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Spielberg's AI. Uh, hmm. Um, the Justice League movie, you can totally see like that it's a stitched together kind of Frankenstein effort of like different philosophies and shot selections and even tone. This thing I thought in, hung together incredibly well. Like I, I for the the development hell it's been through, yeah. There's no part where I'm like, well, that's fucking Ron Howard, and this is the mm-hmm. le- these are the Lego guys yucking yuck yucking it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I thought that was I thought that was incredible that the thing felt like it was intentionally designed like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, I mean, because ultimately at the end of the day, all I ask is for a film to fucking feel like Star Wars. Yeah, and this film feels very much like Star Wars, made by people who have affection for the universe and know its limitations and its appeals and i thought i thought it was great i I could have done with maybe a little more like heart to the story um it did feel like it was just constant 
action scene after action scene, which is fine um, and certainly makes for an enjoyable movie, if not a fairly shallow movie. But I, I just never felt like this has the the emotional sort of punch of like a Luke Skywalker mm. starting off on his journey, right? Yeah. I mean, you're right. Han Solo didn't, didn't really have an arc. I, I thought yeah. throughout the whole third act of the movie, or the final third of the movie, the last act of the movie. I said it the right the first time, the third act of the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like the last half of the third, fifth, sixth act of the movie... <laughs> Uh, that Mealy Clark was going to die, and that yeah. was going to turn Han Solo kind of like dark and kind of explain why he's uh, yeah. a, a big selfish asshole at the beginning of Star Wars. But they didn't. And, and he kind of starts off like, you know, he's he's a criminal. That, he's I a almost criminal, wish... but like with the heart of gold. Yeah. And like that's not and something he's he forced be... into it. Like I understand uh-huh. that this, what was her name at the beginning? Lady Slugbody. Yeah, Lady, Lady Proxima. Proxima sure. Lady Slugbody, yeah. <laughs> uh, she kind of forced everybody into Lady that life. Slugbody. So hottie oh yeah oh my god oh yeah uh i'd love to get in that pool with her mm-hmm. just don't take her out for a day on the beach and you'll be all right <laughs> um but but yeah it was more like just discovering han solo has always been the way han solo is mm-hmm. and, and i got a kick out of all i mean i guess we're gonna have to not talk about spoilers yet but i got a kick out of how it neatly explained a lot of facets about his life like you know the the, the reason han solo is always broke is because every time he fucking gets an outrageous score, there's some orphan looking at him with big eyes that he's got to give a chunk of bread to or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like he can't ever just take money and fix up the, the Millennium Falcon the way he wants because he's always fucking broke because he didn't get his cut from the last job because he gave it away. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was cool. And also, I was expecting him to do lots of violence to the origin story of Han Solo. Um, it, it felt a lot like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Not exactly how I remember from the comics, but, you know, he's got organic web spinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, the spirit felt the same. You, you, the stuff that's important, like the, you know, old uh, his, his Uncle Ben, old Ben, old Ben giving him a speech out in the day. I'm getting confused. Uh, old, uh, <laughs> his, his, his Uncle Ben giving him the great power and great responsibility speech. Like, all that stuff is intact, and this felt like all the stuff that is important to Han Solo's soul yeah is is intact and also now they, I, I think they cast the right actor for this like everybody was so worried like looking at him oh he doesn't seem anything like han solo he doesn't look like whatever i thought he looked and acted a lot like him maybe not as close as donald glover is to lando yeah. but but still damn good like i can see him as being a 20 year younger han solo right and and alden uh aaron reich uh is not as talented as donald glover well um, okay who who that's is? what i'm Come saying <laughs> and and he's not as talented <laughs> as a high uh, bar ewan mcgregor who did the perfect Alec guinness but yeah, yeah. he's pretty fucking good he is he's like, exactly what he needs to be several in like if you think that he's terribly miscast as han solo but you like Chris Pine as James T. Kirk, you uh-huh. got some explaining to do. Yeah. Because he's a better Han Solo than Chris Pine was a James T. Kirk, and he's a perfectly fine James T. Kirk. He is, yeah. So I was shocked at how, like, all the all the early buzz about this movie seemed entirely bad, and maybe it just comes down to the Lego guys wanted to make this, like, an improv 
movie along the lines of Guardians of the Galaxy where they can just like you know sh- shoot it like a Parks and Rec episode and everybody's oh, game. Jesus, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't think Aaron Wright can do that. I don't think that Amelia Clark can do that. I think Donald Glover could do that and Woody Harrelson could do that. But like mm-hmm. the cast just wasn't up to it. That's a skill. That's a talent. Yeah, I don't think I would like that movie. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting because I guess Han Solo's introduction here doesn't feel substantially different from a Star Wars movie, which I guess is what you want. But I also, like, with the subject matter, I think I expected a little bit a little bit darker of a movie. It didn't – for all, all that it does in the underworld right. in this movie, it – didn't seem like very dark it still felt sort of cheery yes. and bright and like yeah even dealing it with... wasn't even rogue one levels of dark no like, god no yeah uh which i kind of expected from the seedy underworld that han's mm. involved in i think it's a the right call um yeah. because the star wars needed a win in my opinion because like that's true yeah this little boy's star wars heart was about to stop beating and i was even thinking well star solo is going to be a big piece of shit and then uh there's no way abrams is going to be able to stitch together some cohesive meaningful whole out of this misguided third star wars trilogy mm-hmm. and i can use those excuses to be like i'm checking out of star wars i'll i'll see them when they come out on what video or whatever D's version of it no, don't want to see the double D. I mean, do I Star do now. Wars? I'm I'm back okay. in. All like right. this is, I guess, the Wonder Woman film. Like this is the one mm-hmm. that's like, okay, well, maybe I can't write off this whole fucking franchise. Damn it! Um, you can tell a small scale Star Wars film, even with pretty recognizable names and stars, mm-hmm. if you keep it like at this l- touch and this light uh, tone, and 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 maybe hire someone that knows how to work a camera next time, uh, so it's exposed correctly, but. Yeah. Yeah, it, I I was expecting to just hate this film. Uh, Maybe that's why you liked it so much because the expectations were so low. Um, I, yeah, but I think I, I do <laughs> no think on subsequent intended. watches it's going to hold up because I've, I've been thinking about all the different scenes and like the stuff and there's a lot of stuff that I knew was going to happen as it was happening and I was kind of ready to groan or roll my eyes and then, no, it's like that's that's mm-hmm. the best version of what I can think of. So yeah, uh, here's the thing. It's it's getting dog piss Jones at the box office. Like it's yeah. the least by a fucking mile. Well, I mean, least... it had a terrible reputation before its release. You know, it was already panned by everybody. So, I, and you're coming off uh, but the Last movie... Jedi, where everybody yeah. was dissatisfied with that one. Oh, but that was ninety seven percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. This thing's struggling to stay <laughs> above seventy. Well, I, I feel like it's a backlash to yeah. to the Last Jedi. The stuff yeah. people didn't like about the Last Jedi, they're carrying yeah. that into the next movie yeah yeah i mean like i said i the, the thing about a lot that last jedi is is gorgeous and there's a lot of high concept stuff it just mm-hmm. didn't feel in many many places like a star like only a third of it felt like a star wars film this feels even without lightsabers mm-hmm. yes yeah. and and jedi uh, and and uh, the force powers not being existent in this film uh i not even mention it, a it jedi. was totally devoid of lightsabers spoilers jim jones no but 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 <laughs> no like it, it felt like star wars like and i was worried about that because i'm like man when i think about like knights of the old republic the one thing i didn't like about that video game is for a lot of the time it just didn't feel like star wars because it was just guns and knives and mm, yeah run around grimy spaceports and but this did this did feel like Star Wars. So, mm-hmm. uh, now's the point, unless you got any other non-spoiler things to say. Uh, uh, I don't... Yeah, let me say this. Okay. I think 
Amelia Clark in this movie is better than anything I've seen her do in Game of Thrones. Because really? the, the character is much more dynamic. Interesting. She's given a lot more range, and I think it suits her. I thought she was a very fine, chaste love interest for Han Solo, who you know is going to find the love of his life a couple of years from now anyway. <laughs> right. I, in, didn't in the buy, that's, that, I didn't buy the chemistry, huh. but as I was watching, oh, I'm I like, bought it. You don't, you don't need this to be smoldering because this is a, this the Star Wars is a fucking kids movie and that's true. Yeah. You know, uh, yes, Carrie Fisher and and uh, uh, Harrison Ford kind of smoldered, but then they hated each other and Carrie Fisher was super coked up and mm-hmm. you can't you can't catch that kind of lightning in a bottle <laughs> twice, I guess. Yeah, uh, and I guess they were hate fucking the whole they, time they, too. They could have coked to, up Amelia. Just hey, hey, Amelia. Just here. Have you just take a hit I of mean, this. How do you know you haven't ever? How do you know you've never seen Amelia not coked up? That's fair. Like, I that's don't. just that's how she she's that's <laughs> that's how she idles, man. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I thought she was really good, and she and was I was good. Not surprised great. that I was not nearly as distracted as I expected by Woody Harrelson yeah. by having a, a like big obvious name actor in this movie. I think that's just because like we weren't old enough to appreciate how big a star Alec Guinness was. That's fair, yeah. Like, Alice, Alec Guinness would be like Sean... That was my introduction Like, like Sean Alec Connery Guinness. showing up in a Star Wars... <laughs> right. Like, 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 he was a big British film star in a lot of... Uh-huh. Like, Lawrence of fucking Arabia, Bridge Over the River Kwai, my cell phone's going off, fuck you. Uh, I... It, it, yeah, like, some of that stuff, um, I feel like we, in retrospect, think... It's, mm-hmm. but but yeah, it did. It didn't distract me. Like he kind of disappeared yep. into the role, and yeah. honestly, the baggage that Woody Harrelson brings to that role is all good. <laughs> like he is the pot smoking hippie that's also the hard bitten womanizing detective from from True Detective, mm-hmm. and that's and and he can twirl his gun and look cool, and that's kind of natural born killer yeah he's he's uh that's that's what han solo needed at this stage in his career to, to get to be the uh, superstar he became okay i think that's all i've got non-spoilery all right i don't got a lot for trailers because there's been a lot of stuff we've already seen every single one was the only one me. i didn't saw different well there's two ones i hadn't seen before mowgli did you see that one nope. so that's like that's the jungle book thing it's a jungle book thing okay. but i couldn't tell if it's a prequel to him or the sequel like what happens when he goes action yes okay yeah yeah yeah. um but i don't know i didn't see the first live action jungle book i heard i really missed out uh Mm -hmm. this one kind of looks like a mess and it also does this thing where the trailer told the entire story of the movie in chronological order where i feel like i don't need to see the movie now thanks for giving me the cliff's notes version maybe that's just the first 10 minutes of it (sighs) maybe then, it, then it's, covered, it's going to cover, like, Lord of the Rings ground. <laughs> yep. Uh, the movie Adrift, that's about a young Set couple the water setting sail ocean. and hitting a hurricane and having to survive. Like, that's I've right seen a- the preview for this. Oh, I see, I yeah. never have. I, I read the treatment. It comes out this week. Um, it's something I'm very interested in seeing, but I don't have a lot of time, so I probably will not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is going to be the next uh, bald movie. Uh, Jim will not be a part of it, though. Incredibles 2. Oh, uh, I've yeah, seen yeah. this preview. Uh, it looks incredible. It looks pretty good. And then they had Ant-Man and the Wasp, which we mm-hmm. talked about last time. Um, there's a bunch of others. Mission Impossible, which looks sick. Uh, that that the Equalizer, it looks pretty good. But we've we've just talked about them like a week ago. Uh, so kind of a lame upcoming movie segment. But uh, we want to get to the main event, which is the spoiler review of Star Wars or uh, of Solo, a Star Wars story. 
Uh, we'll see you there. If uh, everybody else, uh, if you want to be a part of this, uh, you got to be a club member, club.ballmove.com. Uh, if you if you act right now, like literally before June 1st, you can save 25% off a new annual membership by using the code WW2018. Go to club.ballmove.com. Get all the scoop there. But, like, the spoiler movie reviews are a big benefit. Part of the benefits of Club Bald Move, you get ad-free feeds and uh, access, VIP access to our forums and di- extra digital bonus content like our lunches with Jim and Aaron and live recorded podcasts and all that other stuff. Club.baldmove.com.